What's up? What's up? What's up? And I'm Young Hasiel to my K-pop peeps out there. Let me introduce myself. My name is Denise, and you are watching and/or listening to my podcast. It's called That K-pop Talk, where every week I bring you the news and reviews of the latest and greatest in Korean popular music. Now, this is very important. I would love it if you can click like, share, and most importantly, subscribe to my podcast channel. And if you would love to support this podcast channel, there is a link that you could click on in the description box for that as well. Okay, you guys, sit back, relax. This is going to be a fun episode. K-pop news is starting next, so don't go anywhere. Welcome back to that K-pop talk. It is time for K-pop news. And we have some news about Seventeen's leader, Esku. Now, last week I reported that Esku um, unfortunately hurt his knee, tore his ACL, which is the anterior cruciate ligament, which is the ligament on the front part of the kneecap, right? Okay, he had a surgery on August 24th. Update, he has had a successful surgery and he was released on August 24th. Now, here's the thing about that. Pleas put out, Pleas Entertainment, which is their label under Hive, put out um, a statement. And what really tickles me is the report on top of that about what it's going to take to recover from this ACL um, injury on the um, therapy process, right? So I was like, do you have to tell us all this? But I guess so. And I know you carrots, which are the 17 fandoms out there, and also everyone else, the netizens, you guys will want to know what equipment he's using to recover. So I'm going to let you know. Okay, so these are their words, not mine. The agency is optimistic about Esku Eventual's reintegration into 17 schedules, right? Okay. So following the surgery, an uninterrupted recovery is paramount. Don't you love the verbiage, you guys? Okay, let me keep going. According to the medical guidelines, Esku will utilize aids like crutches, leg braces, and even a wheelchair in the immediate future. His rehabilitation also encompasses an intensive physical therapy routine. Wow, all that. I don't know if I really needed to know what equipment he needs to utilize to recover. All I want to know is, is he going to recover? We know he's going to recover. But I will say that having an ACL injury is very, very, very um, critical, to be honest with you. People who have ACL, LCLs, or PCLs, actually PCLs, posterior um, cruciate ligament, um, not as um, frequent as an ACL or an LCL, which is the lateral, the side of the knee. Um, a lot of ACLs are frequent um, in athletes and dancers. Um, in this case, he was playing ball. And the recovery process can be tedious. So I guess that's why they want you to know, like, he's using a leg brace and he's using a wheelchair and what else they say he was using crutches because they want you to realize how um, intensive this therapy process is going to be. So they also said that he will not be participating in any promotion schedules for the foreseeable future. However, in the latter part of 17 schedule, um, he may be able to participate. So let's just wish him well wishes and a speedy recovery on that because like i said acls are no joke and i would not wish that on anybody right so um we wish you well wishes that's cool and you know our hearts are out there with you and all your fandom carrots um out there too as well okay moving on we're going to move on to some other stuff and you guys um also want to say uh, a shout out to um v and i think park bogum and i forgot who else was at the celine event of their reopening in tokyo it was a phenomenal event to watch um the k-pop artists and just korean artists support um the japanese store reopening for celine so 
I like to see that, you know, a lot of positivity, a lot of support for from nation to nation. I like to see that. So let's talk about NCT, shall we? Yes, we shall. Oh my goodness. You guys, I am so excited. Can we just talk? You know, can we just, you know, talk fan to fan here? Um, and now remember, I am BTS Army. That's my bias. But I need to talk a little bit about NCT for a minute. So they are coming back big time. Like all their subunits are coming back together as NCT Nation. Y'all heard it right. All of them are coming back. And, you know, each day they come back on their Instagram and they have all these older songs from different subgroups that were actually NCTU is what I've been seeing. Like they had, um, oh my goodness, so many songs from NCTU. The Seventh Sense is the one that really attracted me. And remember, back in 2020, people who watch this every week already know, back in 2020, all I knew was BTS because that's all I knew was BTS. And by doing this podcast, I'm learning about different um, artists as well. But let me tell y'all, when I heard them practice the Seventh Sense, I was like, wait a minute, what song is this? And so I went and researched the song and I fell out. I was like, this song right here is so good. It were, it's, it's along the lines of EXO, Monster X, Shiny. The vocals in the harmony on the chorus part, you guys, phenomenal. And Taeyong, T-A-E-Y-O-N-G, that guy. I knew he had his... Um, album that was released not long, so long ago you know that sha la 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 that song right there mm -hmm, i like the song but anyways to see him back in the nctu days i was like what is this he is good and then also jay hung oh my goodness i was like where was i at i have to go now back on the NCT, um, NCTU days and look up all their songs because I remember Boss. You remember that song, Boss? That's how I found out about NCT was um, when I heard that song. And I knew that was NCTU, but there was only two people, so I was confused. Back, you know, like I said, I was just learning about other groups and I didn't know anything about subunits, right? So that's the only thing I knew. And then I found out about NCT Dream. Then I found out about NCT 127 with Ayo. That song, I love that song. And then, um, and by the way, I love Young on in, in um, Ayo as well. But anyways, um, then I found out about Doja Jung. Oh, Perfume, that is my song, y'all. I love Perfume. So I got to know the NCT family by their subunits um, that they put out. But I never knew NCTU when they first had come out long time ago under NCT. So now that they're getting back together for NCT Nation, right? And so they're coming out next month. They're coming strong. I know Baggy Jeans um, is their music video that they put out. They're going to put out, out, they have a teaser out or they have a teaser coming out on that song. But I will say, you guys, I saw their music video, The Golden Age, I'm not going to talk about it in this segment. You guys will have to listen in my last segment when I go into more specifics about that music video. But, you know, it's very appropriate. Did you guys know that golden age means the first, um, the first of many parts? So like in human, in human aging, the first, first decade or so are the, are, are the gold, actually the first 25 years is what they call the golden age years where your your innocence um you're you're innocent but yet you're learning right you're growing into your adulthood and then the second age is called the silver age then the bronze the bronze age so uh, comes after that and then there's one more age after that but they named this music video golden age so they were talking about you know um, the significance of this video, which, which again, I'll get into in the latter, um, the last segment of, of, um, this podcast, but I just think it's so appropriate 
that they come out with this. It's sort of like, it sort of remind me of um, Yet to Come from BTS. You know, that was their song saying, hey, we're ending one chapter and we're going into another chapter. And I got this feeling with NCT that they're saying, hey, we're coming to a close of a chapter and we're about to go into another chapter. And as we promised, here we go. You know what I'm saying? And another thing too is a couple of months back, I also reported that NCT is no longer bringing people into the fold. You remember they said they have one more group they want to put out and then that's it. No more people, no more subgroups. They're going to concentrate. We're not saying there's no more subgroups, but then they're not bringing any more people into the NCT fold. They're going to concentrate on the people that, you know, were there from the very beginning that are still members. So we're going to start seeing a lot of those members that we hadn't seen in a long time pop up and have projects coming out. And this is all part of what they call NCT Connection, where constantly the NCT family is putting out stuff one after the another after another. So you could constantly get NCT content which I thought they were doing already, but I do know in the past year, year or so, they were only concentrating on NCT 127 and NCT Dream. Then now you had come out with Doja Jung, and now we're going to start seeing, like I said, other subgroups coming out after NCT Nation, you know, performs their project. So be on the lookout for that, you guys. I'm excited. Like I said, those older songs... I'm like, what in the world? Y'all, I'm telling y'all, the seventh sense, I just don't know where that came from. Like, how come I didn't know about that song? So you guys know on YouTube, I will post the videos to Boss and I will post the video to the seventh sense in the description box so you guys can watch it and appreciate what I'm talking about. Okay, let's move on to some other things, shall we? Because... Y'all know I could sit here and I could talk all day long, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to bore you guys with that. Um, with my with my mouth. That is. <laughs> I'm just playing you guys. Anyways, congratulations goes out to Blackpink's Jenny. She becomes the first K-pop artist to be featured on the cover of Elle France magazine. Congratulations. Um, I know that there are a lot of firsts coming in for K-pop culture and fashion, such as last week, you remember I said that TXT had become Dior's first group ambassador to, um, to Dior. So congratulations again to that. And then, like I said, you know, um, at the Celine event, wow. You know, like I said, everyone is there. And um, we'll talk about these entrance into Celine in a minute and exit for that matter. But for right now, we're going to talk about um, the culture of of fashion and, and K-pop idols and K-pop artistry in fashion. As we know, G-Dragon started all that when he started becoming a ambassador. And it wasn't even called ambassador back then. It was just, he was just a muse, right? Um, a muse for Chanel and he really opened the door um, with what he was doing with Chanel with the whole culture of wearing their stuff and going to their shows and then it just morphed into this whole thing so now you see um, new jeans like actually you see all these k-pop artists but more recently new jeans just blew up and took over that part right because they're young at the time that they did, they, they debuted, there, there were between the ages of 14 and 18. And yet in the period of months, they have nailed almost every major fashion house between those five girls. When it used to be, you had to have um, become a K-pop artist for a number of years or a number of albums or really proven yourself that you can take on this responsibility of being an ambassador. Now, I guess with New Jeans, they came out the block. They was racing. They came out the block and just set records left and right that they automatically got these, these collabs right away. Even with drinks such as um, Coca-Cola, they set a precedence as what K-pop artists can do with brands, you know? And they just took off 
and set so many staples for how the rest of the K-pop world is coming up. Speaking of coming up, you guys, I want to touch on a subject before we go to the next segment of um, of uh, BTS news, because that is the next segment. The topic of this K-pop news commentary is going to be on K-pop um, artists speaking speaking in English, right? So there have been a not a lot a not a, <laughs> a lot of netizens that are saying, hey, we're losing our K-pop um, brand because a lot of the artists now are speaking in English or singing in English in their songs. And you don't want to lose that. And I understand that. I totally understand what you're talking about, right? Here's my view on that, you guys. Follow me. So when music comes out, as a set genre, okay? That music will evolve and that music will change and it will become global. And as it becomes global, it evolves and changes that it reaches the masses and that's what makes it popular, thus the pop, right? Popular. When hip hop first heck first come out, it was its own unique sound, right? And as hip hop evolved, it started sounding more pop, right? It didn't have that street sound like it normally does. It evolved, right? That's what K-pop is doing, in my opinion. It's evolving because now you're bringing in the world's masses and viewpoints on what they will listen to. And now it's been proven that if you sing English type songs, the more people will listen to it, right? Now, do I agree with singing every song in English? No, I don't. But what I will say is if you sing one or two songs in English to get them to follow you into the world of Korean popular music, hey, to me, that's a win-win. That's how I got suckered in. And I wouldn't even use the word sucker. I got pulled in. I won't say suckered in. Don't use that word, y'all. Don't use that word because I'm not a fool and neither are you. But that's how I got pulled into the world of K-pop. Because when I heard of Black Swan, right, that was my very first song. But that wasn't in English. That song was um, half and half. But what got me to listen to them, follow me, is when BTS said, do your thing, do your thing, do your thing. It's English, right? So I'm listening. Do your thing. Do your thing with me now. Do your thing. Do your thing with me now. When when don't don't make fun of my singing, y'all. But when I heard those English words with that beat, I was like, okay. And then they started singing in Korean again. At that point, I didn't even care. They drew me in. So I'm saying that as to say, with a lot of K-pop music, when you sing the English with the Korean, it pulls us in, those of us who don't know Korean. Now I'm learning Korean, y'all, side note. But anyways, and that's the same way with a lot of Korean music. With NCT, the same way, all I heard was dun -dun -dun, like a boss. You know, I, there's at least a word I could sing and I can groove to, you know? And that's with all the music, that's with all the K-pop songs. And um, I like that. I like the fact that it's always had an English component to most, not all, but most of the K-pop songs have an English word here or there. So if you do an all-English album, I see nothing wrong with it. You do an all-Japanese album, what's the difference? What's the difference if you do an all-Japanese album and do an all-English album? Remember, we are now us, because I live in Los Angeles, we are now the second largest consumer of K-pop music and merchandising behind Japan. We have officially beat China out to win that title. So it just makes sense, you guys. So although I understand what you're saying about, you know, they're going to lose their, their brand. No, they're not. Because to me, true K-pop artists always was, remain true 
to the Korean culture and the Korean heritage. And we'll always have that all Korean song. We'll always have that half and half or that traditional Papa English word here or there, but it's going to remain Korean. I don't think there's any group out there that's all English except for XG and maybe a couple other groups. And that's because that's how they came out the block. But you guys, don't worry. I don't think groups like um, Twice and Espa and um, uh, NCT and Monster X and EXO and all these groups that we've come to know and love are going to go English and just forget the Korean heritage. That's not going to happen, you guys. And I don't want that to happen. I love hearing songs in Korean personally. And I really feel that everyone else around the world loves hearing songs in Korean too. It's just that that's just, it, when you put a song in English, it just lets us relate to that song even more and connect to the artist more. Just like, well, like I said, when they do Japanese songs, it connects to Japanese people more, right? So it's the same thing, you guys. And who knows, one day those Korean artists could pop up and do a song in Spanish or do a song um, in German. You just never know, or, or any language, you know? So I'm just saying, you guys, don't hate on your K-pop artists if they sing a song in English like John John Cook. Just, just appreciate it and move on. Just know they will always, always appreciate and know where home is at, okay? All right, y'all. Well, let's move on, you guys. We have a very, very, very fun-filled BTS segment coming up. Don't go anywhere because BTS News is next. Welcome back to that K-pop talk. It is time for BTS news. And let's just start with the foolery of it all. Um, the allegations against John John Cook that he plagiarized the song seven. First of all, and I'm gonna be spicy on this subject. First of all, John John Cook didn't even write it. He just sang it. It was brought to him. So how in the world are you guys gonna say that John John Cook plagiarized a song that he did not write, he did not produce. He just showed up to the microphone, flew to the United States, showed up to the microphone, put his voice on a track, flew back to South Korea and went back home and got on his Weavers. How are y'all gonna say that this man plagiarized something? That could be furthest from the truth. And then on top of that, the song was not plagiarized. So I just want to put a stop to that right there. That's crazy. But in more positive news about John John Cook, his birthday is coming up next month. And him and his boy, what's his name? Cha and Woo, they went to uh, a restaurant in Busan, had a little drinky drink, you know, um, was, you know, being besties, you know, the 97 liner crew. And, um, you know, that's what he's been up to. You know, BTS, for the most part, this week has been fairly light with the exception of V. But that's what John John Cook has been up to. I think, uh, oh, and Ming Yu was also there, too. So, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, he's starting his birthday off like a couple weeks early, you know, just, just to get started. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, his birthday is not until next month. But, you know... I guess he said, you know, he don't care. He He's about to start right now, start celebrating his birthday right now. So um, I guess congratulations a month ahead of time, John John Cook. Where have you been, John John Cook? He has not been on his Weverse, you guys. You know, that is so unlike John John Cook to be on that Weverse. And I finally figured out where Bam is at. I have my guests. I was talking to another Army friend of mine from Utah. And she was saying most of BTS's dogs are with their families. So that makes sense. So I'm thinking that John John Cook's dog, Bam, is with his family. So that makes sense. Okay, moving on. Um, and by, by the way, you guys know that Seven, again, is still on the charts. And each week is on the charts. is setting another record. So I believe this is the fifth week that um, Seven is on the charts. And by the way, there's another version coming out. Um, 
I forgot the version that is being released. As my, as a matter of fact, by the time you guys hear this podcast, it would have already been released. But it's like an EDM version. Like it has a drop in it and everything. So I'm pretty sure you guys will love this version of Seven. So I just want to let you guys know about that as well. Okay, moving on. Who shall we talk about next? Let's talk about RM, shall we? Okay, so, oh, it's the Lesso Remix. That's the name of it. The Lesso Remix, A-L-E-S-S-O. That's remix from John John Cook 7. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about RM. So this week um, on Bong Tong TV, BTS TV channel on YouTube, they released a behind-the-scenes photo sketch or, you know, sketch of... um. RM when he did the music video don't ever say you love me and um don't ever say love me sorry and it was quite insightful you know um RM was talking about how his schedule was so hectic that he could not do a regular music video with Cold Day but um they were able to do this like fusion type of video where it's live but yet it's a video and um, everything was chroma key, which means that there were X's like a green screen screen. And then they would put in the actual objects through technology. If you guys haven't seen the video again, I will link it in my YouTube um, video, my YouTube channel, but um, for this episode, but in the video, there are two chairs and RM is on one side, Cold is on another side, and it appears to be like a black lake or a black circle of water in the middle. Well, as you know, that black circle water is put in through technology. It's really not there. But it was very interesting to watch. Um, and also, they did the interview. If you guys haven't seen it, Cody actually interviewed RM about um, them making the song itself. This song actually has been a couple of years in the making before they even sang the song. Can you guys imagine sitting on a song for a couple of years? I know BTS is very um, famous for doing that. They'll sit on a song for years and then it'll be like, oh, well, let's pick this song up and do it. <laughs> so that's what happened in this. So if you guys get a chance, listen to the interview and also watch the video and you'll be amazed to um um, see what dynamics went behind and making that, that video. Okay. Um, something else is going on with RM. Um, you know, he's still working on new music, you guys. And did you guys know that his Indigo music, I think it was Billboard had named his cover one of the top covers of all time, like of any type of music, any genre, his, um, his, his, uh, cover, has been like the cover of his album is named the top covers of all time. I think it was like number 22 of all time. So if that's what he's been up to, you guys. Um, his hair is growing back. Did you guys see that? His hair is growing back. So, um, and he was in the studio learning hip hop. You remember he said that he would do the Jungkook seven day challenge if he can go back in the studio, learn some hip hop. Um, brush up on that because he wanted to do it anyways in order to work on his other projects. So I think, you know, we'll probably see RM do some hip hop pretty soon in the near future. RM has always expressed the fact that um, dance is not his strong point. And what I found myself doing, you guys, is when I see um, BTS perform, I look at RM now because he says he couldn't dance. So I look at RM and I look at Sugar to see, you know, if that was true, if they were the least talented ones when it comes to dance. They really aren't. But in the very beginning, you can look at their faces and see that they really weren't sure. Like next time, look at their older videos. They look like, uh, do I have this right? And it will crack you up. But in latter videos, right? They look very confident about what, especially the um, the Busan concert. The Busan concert and the permission to dance, they were very confident in their movement. So I just thought that was very interesting. 
that he said that he had to get back into the swing of things with the hip hop to do you know to do the seven challenge so we'll see okay let's move on let's talk about um speaking of john john cook um i forgot to mention that uh john john cook uh <laughs> this boy this boy i was talking to um the the army person um i mentioned earlier um, from utah and we were talking about how john john cook is like the wild child of the group and i was just like yeah but one thing about john john cook i can appreciate is that the fact that is his freedom of who he found out he is is so carefree and that makes me want to be carefree more right because John John Cook is like, I am who I am, and I'm just going to act how I act. We were talking about the episode of Situata when um, John John Cook started eating Sugar's food when Sugar left. And um, Sugar thought that John John Cook was going to leave. John Cook didn't leave. John Cook kept up. He got that microphone. He started singing karaoke, and then he saw that Sugar still had food. <laughs> Sorry, y'all got to laugh. He went over to Sugar's Art got the scissors, the the um the meat scissors, and started chopping up sugar's meat, um sugar's meat, and started eating sugar's food. That was so funny. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about it. It was so funny, you guys. And the sugar comes back, <laughs> and you're not gone yet. He said no, and he had everybody cracking up. This is this is John John Cook for you. When I think of John John Cook, I, I always go back to that episode. So, okay, you guys, let's move on because I could talk about John John Cook forever. Let's go on to Jimin, you guys. Um, Jimin, uh, what has he been up to this week? Well, he's the latest one that um, has come out with the Samsung individual ads. As we know, uh, there's still, you guys, did you guys ever find out about John Cook? And Jen and uh, J-Hope, not J-Hope because he is doing it, Jen, V, and Jungkook, if they are signed on to do Samsung or not. There's someone, I think someone had told me that they are not signed on with Samsung, so therefore they're not in their promotions. But if someone out there knows, please tell me, let me know, so I know, and I could tell the rest of... Um, that K-pop talk land out there. So we, we will all know. But anyways, um, Jimin was the latest one to do his solo video for the Samsung's new X Flip 5 um, phone. And he looked so cute doing it. Did you guys see how he was trying to um, balance himself on one foot after he was riding his bike and almost fell? I thought that was so cute. But that's all. I mean, he really hasn't been up to anything um, this week. This week, really, you guys know I do a weekly report on the BTS members, but he has been named um, that his face album became the first album by a K-pop soloist in history to surpass 1 billion streams on Spotify. You heard me, billion. So congratulations to Jimin on that. I, I know he's been pretty quiet lately. Um, and speaking of quiet, he quietly donated a hundred million Korean won, which is $75,331. You know, we had to break it down um, to an educational facility in Chungbuk. So congratulations. Um, I don't know if that's a congratulations, but, you know, we support you, Jimin. And, um, you know, we commit, we, you know, we hats off. We salute you for donating to charities. Um, and, you know, when, when they do it, they really don't try to make a big stink of it. You know, they really don't try to boastfully give, hoping that someone will report it. That's just not how BTS does. They give from the kindness of their hearts. And so, you know, people just want to report the news like I'm doing. So there you have it. But Jim and don't think that Jim is going out saying, I donated $75,000. No, that's not how this works. You know, people just want people to know. Oh, and... um. Let's move on, you guys, because I want to talk about V. Okay, so first off, 
talk about V doing the um the uh the dance challenge, the hype boy with new jeans. Now we already saw Jimin do, you know, um, ETA, right? You know, we saw him do it with Hani and Danielle. And now we're seeing, you know, V do hype boy with, with, um, new jeans. And he's just having fun. Like, you know, you guys, that's their sister's um, as far as their label mates, not label, label mates, but they are because label is a, a door for new jeans and of course, big hit for BTS, but they're under the same management company or company overall mother label, which is high. So, you know, that's their sister, right? There's, that's their cold company sister, um, group. And so, yeah, it, it's befitting for them to do this, um, challenge, but, this was cute that he went back and did Hype Boy because Hype Boy is one of their older songs. And V was like, no, we need to do that song because that's my song. I really believe that V really loved that song. Otherwise, he would have did a song from the new album. But nevertheless, he did Hype Boy. He did a cute job doing it. And um, also, I don't really want to talk about anything negative, but can we talk about what happened to V? with that woman pulling his hair. Why? Just why, what good is coming from you pulling the boy's hair? And I'm not even gonna say boy, cause he's a man now, but why are we pulling hair? My daughter's last laughing at me, but why are we pulling hair people? Do you think that's gonna get him to turn around and say hi to you? No, it's gonna get him to turn around and say, can you please arrest her? Can you please kick her out of here? I mean, kick her out of here, not get her out of here. Kick her out of here because that's what she deserves for pulling my hair. You guys, what is going on? See, this is what I'm talking about. You remember, this is what I'm talking about. Remember when people were sending John Jung Cook food? You remember I was telling you about that? Don't be sending him food. Just stop. Just stop it. I don't know. I, I I am going to believe. I'm going to want to believe. I'm going to assume, and you know what they say about assuming. I'm assuming anyways, that the majority of people listening to my podcast has common sense. I'm just going to put it out there that the majority, and I'm saying majority, and I want to say like 99% majority, you guys have common sense. But there's 1%, you guys, believe it or not, that's listening to me saying, girl, I will pull his hair any day just to touch me some V, some Kim Young. I'm going to pull his hair because mm -mm, I just want a piece of his hair to put in my little bag so I can have it at the house. 1% of y'all thinking like that. Trust me. Trust me. And to that 1%, I got to say, don't. Is No. Because Kim Taehyung going to think you crazy. Whoever pulled his hair, trust me, he got an eye visual. His security got an eye visual. And that person, they probably going to get her information and she going to be banned. She going to be banned from all socials. She going to be banned from any type of way, shape, or form of any events that V goes to. She going to be under their radar, their security radar. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be a, under anybody's security radar. I want to be on the up and up. And it's just, it's, I'm not calling her crazy, but the act is, is crazy. Okay. So let's move on for that. But anyways, let's talk about V's um, teaser coming out. What already came out called Blue. Um, and that's, oh my goodness. I think his album drops on the 8th. The music video, Blue, drops on the 13th, I believe. Y'all, I don't think we're ready for this one. Now, you know, the first two were very chill. You know, love me again and, you know, rainy days. You know, you know, V's chill, you know. He's going to be chill on Blue, too. But I also think he's going to have a little acting going on up in there. Because, you know, in the trailer, you know, he's in the car. He's driving. He's calling somebody. And then he gets out, slams the door. And thus, you hear a little bit of the song. But I'm telling y'all, V, I won't be surprised if he starts acting for real, for real. Like, 
he did his little Jenny's Kitchen. He did a little, I think he had a couple parts here and there when he had first come into BTS. Mm -mm. I think V going to be an actor, actor. Like he's going to take on some serious roles. Don't get me wrong. He's still going to be part of BTS, right? Because they will come back in 2025. But I'm just saying as far as projects as he gets older, I won't be surprised if V is like, if he gets awards for acting. Because to me, he just he just has that look. You know what I'm saying? He just has that um, that vibe, you know? And um, he, you know, he's in modeling too. Like, V is everywhere right now. Did you guys see that dragon on him? Did you see how it dropped off his head? The, the, the dragon was on his head. And it looks like it's an albino um, bearded dragon. My son has a bearded dragon. They are the most, they are the sweetest little animals. I used to be scared of reptiles, but the bearded dragon my son has is very docile. So, you know, I, I, I have an affinity for him now. But anyways, the one that V has on his head, it fell. It fell off his head and it rolled onto his shoulders and it just clung onto his shoulders. <laughs> it was so cute. And V couldn't help but to smile. I think people who don't like reptiles probably scream, but V smiled and he held his composure. But see, you know, that's V for you, you know? But um, he's been taking some really good pictures lately. He's been all over. Any type of magazine that's out there, V has been in it. All different types of um, themes. He just, he could just, he's like a chameleon. He can model anything, especially with his blonde hair. Like next thing we know, he'll dye it red and he'll look good in that too. So um, we look forward to that music video, V. We really look forward to the album. So um, you guys go support V. I'm looking forward to the Tiny Desk. Someone said he's supposed to be doing a Tiny Desk series or a Tiny Desk um, concert like R.E.M. did. So, um, I wonder why John John Cook didn't do a tiny desk. I would have loved to hear some of his songs like My Time and uh, My You and Without You. He has a lot of you's in his songs except for seven. Interesting. Okay, um, moving on from V. <laughs> okay, who are we going to talk about next? Let's talk about Sugar. So, I don't know if you guys know, but Sugar is collaborating with the NBA the National Basketball Association here in America. Um, he It says here that he is collaborating with Mitchell and Ness on an NBA collection. So I'm telling y'all right now, if he, I don't even get into basketball like that, but if Sugar comes out with the NBA collection, I'm getting it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to sport it. You guys know I love me some Sugar. And I will be supporting that line. So, Sugar, if you coming out with that line, I will wear it on my show. I will wear it on my show. I will support you, boo. Yes, I will. So, you know, we all know Sugar loves um, the NBA. Did you guys see that footage? That um, I don't know how, Army, I don't know how y'all be getting the footage. But there's footage of Sugar, Sugar, <laughs> Sugar playing basketball when he was in high school. And he was actually pretty good at it. Like he was hitting those, those um, three-point jumpers like, like it was water. Like sugar can play basketball. So whew, you guys keep putting those videos out there, Army. Like I said, I don't know where y'all be getting these videos, but these videos just melts my heart when I see a lot of them. Like you guys go ahead with your bad sales. Okay, so otherwise than that, um, you know, it's already been announced that he's going to start military service. Now, when I was talking to my army friend in Utah, she was saying that it hadn't been confirmed if he was going to do social service or if he was going to do regular training. We Now, for what I researched, that he is going to do regular basic training. Like, you know, once you get in, everybody does the basic training, but then he's going to go off to social service after that. I think someone else did that though. A K-pop artist went in for regular basic training and then he went ahead, not from BTS, but he went ahead and went to um, social service um, with the military. So we'll see, but that's what Suge has been up to. 
And Jen and J-Hope, you, you guys already know, they just doing what they do in the military. They're, they're the drill sergeant assistants and they're doing very, very well. They're not stationed at the same place, but they're doing very well. Um, I am looking forward to Jen coming back in June and J-Hope following thereafter. Who do you guys think is going to go in next? You guys think it's Sugar? Well, yeah, it will be Sugar, but who's going to go in after Sugar? Do you think it's going to be R.E.M., Jimin, or John John Cook? I personally think it could work one of two ways. And I think I've talked about this before. At first, I thought R.E.M. was next, but he's not next. And this is way before he cut his hair. Because he's the leader, I think he's going to see all his members off. And as the leader, he goes last. That's a different take on it, I know. But I think that's what's going to happen. Him being the leader, him thinking like he thinks, him being, because remember on his Weverse, he said he's not going in anytime soon, right? Um, I really think he feels the responsibility of making sure that his bandmates, his teammates, <laughs> his 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 group mates um, goes off and has someone there when they go in. And then he goes in um, on his own. That, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I wish it could be that he goes in when J-Hope comes out. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be the ideal thing to have J-Hope come out and see RM go in in June. But if RM goes in in June, he will not be coming back out until 2026. You see what I'm saying? So, or the end of 2025, that could be a possibility. So we'll just see you guys. Um, I get sad every time I think about it, but you know, it's, I'm just curious as to what your theories are on who you guys think is going to go in and win. So, so for right now, I say Sugar, then Jimin, then John Cook, then RM. That's how I'm doing it for right now. So tell me your thoughts. You guys can email me at thatkpoptalk at gmail.com or just leave a um, comment, you know, um, on my YouTube or on my um, whatever audio platform you have. Just just leave a comment and let me know who you guys think is going to go in next in the order. I'm just curious as to, you know, what order you guys think they're going in because it's very interesting when I hear from different army what they think. Okay, so coming up is the last segment, you guys. It's the new releases of the music videos that have caught my eye for the week, and I want to discuss them, so don't go anywhere. The last segment of that K-pop talk is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to that K-pop talk. It is time for the last segment of my podcast. We're going to go over some music videos that have been released this week and there really haven't there really hasn't been that many music videos released because they all was released last week. So I'm only going to go over a couple music videos this week. One, you guys, um, well, actually, two are teasers. One, we have uh, Jung Jungkook's um, visualizer. It's really not a music video. It's just a visualizer of Seven. It's a Lesso remix. That's A-L-E-S-S-O. In case you guys need to find it, put in your Google. It's the Lesso remix. So good. Like I said, it's that EDM drop. The visualizer is out on that. And you guys, listen up. Leo, you remember last week I was talking about Leo, formerly of Trainee A? You guys know he got signed up to 131 Entertainment, which is a smaller company. And I was asking, why does he not have a music video for that, that song, One Look? Because everybody keeps asking about it, right? Well, guess what? We saw a teaser today. So you guys, go check out the teaser. I will put it in the link in my YouTube. But you guys... That song is so good. Again, there's an audio version of it out right now on YouTube. But we want to see that juicy music video, right? So 
The music video should be coming soon, but for right now, let's enjoy the audio and the teaser. Okay, so we know V from BTS, he has his teaser to Blue. That's another one I'm gonna post for you. Doesn't have much singing in it until the very, very end, but nevertheless, you guys, we have something that we can hold on to until the song comes out next month, right? Okay, Zykers, they have a um, music video called Homeboy. Now, the one that they had out before this one, you know, it was the typical, you know, just regular cadence of, of a K-pop song for, for guys, right? But this one was different. I really like this one. It's called Homeboy. Um, and it's not like, you, a lot of times you think of the word homeboy, you think it's going to be something with a lot of bass in it and stuff like that. No, it's actually a very refreshing song. So you guys check it out, Homeboy by Zykers. And the last song is a song that I just absolutely cannot get out of my head. It is XG and their song is called New Dance. And I cannot get that song out of my head. I just learned a new dance, new dance, new dance. I just learned a new dance. Oh, I love that song. And you're going to be singing it over and over and over. Once you hear it, I'm telling you, you it's one of those songs that you cannot get out of your head like Seven. You remember you heard Seven from John John Cook and you just could not get out Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Same thing with this. That new dance, new dance repetition. I just can't get out of my head. Plus, it's a very fun video to watch and a fun song to sing and dance to you guys. It makes you want to get off your couch and just dance, dance your worries away. So there you have it for the songs of the week. Like I said, not too many, um, a lot were visualizers, but I have a feeling next week we're going to have some music videos. The next couple weeks, I think it's going to be some music video releases um, that we're going to want to talk about. So, well, you guys, that concludes this week's episode of That K-Pop Talk. Um, I do want to make a little note. Not this episode, but the last episode before this one, I was about two or three days late putting out that episode. That was because when the storm came here to LA, my area where I lived at, where I lived at, where I live at, did not have power for 20 hours. So I could not put out my podcast. I was actually trying to edit my podcast at that time. And then um, the power went out. So I had to wait and then finish editing the podcast and then upload and put it out. So I do apologize for that, but nevertheless, we're back on track. So with that being said, you already know what it's about. It's about that K-pop talk. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and I will see you guys next week. Bye.